Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the last forgotten characters in Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Alexa White, and with me today is Rich. How are you doing? Hey Alexa, hey everybody else. Yeah, I'm doing really well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, so guys, I'm uh, Rich, Rich Mid. Uh, you may know me from my YouTube channel, Rich Mid Gaming where I focus primarily on, not exclusively, but primarily on Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yes, and also, very important, and I'm shifted around the schedule from, because usually I release these in the way order that they are recorded, but I'm moving this one a little bit forward in the queue, because uh, later today, the day this comes out, which is, God, I now have to look at a calendar, uh, 28th, 28th, yes, the 28th, oh, there we go, 28th, <laughs> is the start of, uh, Rich Mid doing a 24 hour live stream, uh, MCP charity live stream. Yeah. Um, unfortunately I actually worked out the numbers, uh, Lexa, and it's actually 27 hours. Um, because of because of all of the games I wanted to play, so I I set myself a, a challenge uh, that I'd been thinking about for a little while now, for when my YouTube channel hit a thousand subscribers, um, and I thought doing something that involved me playing once with every affiliation would be both entertaining for people, uh, but it would also be a great way to do some good, uh, giving back to the mcp community but also giving to a local charity to me a charity called candlelighters they're a, a children's cancer charity um and they look after the, the the part of the family that sometimes neglected a little bit and it's actually the family members uh, so parents and siblings of the child that is suffering from cancer um and they offer them respite they offer them financial aid uh, they have holiday homes and that sort of thing that they let them use for for free um and from personal experience i know that when when my brother was was ill when he was younger um they were there sort of every step of the way for my parents and um made the the whole uh, the whole process of of the treatment and everything just that much easier uh, for, for for everyone that was involved in it. So, yeah, we've got um, we've got eighteen games. Um, I'm playing eighteen affiliations. They're going to be spinning a wheel before each game. So I don't even know what what roster I'm playing before I go into it. Um, Lexa, I can't remember what time our game is in in the morning, um, but I think I may be about. 10 games in at that point. So I'm not sure how compass I'm going to be, but uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And the, the support from the community so far has been absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've raised a a, a great amount. Yes. It's, it's a fantastic cause and we are playing at one 30 AM Pacific standard time. There we go. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's on my calendar. (laughs) It has to go on. I've got a little spreadsheet with everything in there because it's because if not, I would uh, I would forget everything. Oh yeah. But um, so but, now yeah. I will come straight from running my Marvel local Marvel Crisis Protocol in person event to playing you. Fantastic. That that is commitment, Lexa, and we and we thank you for it. Having you on will be uh, will be really really good. And we've got some other great uh, content providers out there as well. Oh, yeah. Um, we've also got some great sponsors. Uh, that have, have, have very kindly donated some giveaways uh, that we'll be giving away during the 
the the the stream um everything from some tokens and 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 ruler sets from Kogo to some gift vouchers from Leodis games uh we've got a really cool um the the I don't know if you've ever seen it before Lexa but the CK04 initiation league organized play kit it's the first one they ever did with the alternate art red skull and captain america you're joking. So got eight yeah i've got eight sets of the cards to to give away oh. um which i mean this for people that don't know like it's so hard to get hold of them like they're super super rare um, that was before my time oh my god it was god. before yeah before mine as well so uh everything every part of me wants to keep one for myself but no they'll all be they'll all be given away and then um we, we've got, uh, and that was by Blackgate Games, by the way, and then we've got a Hulkbuster from Elysium War Games. Uh, they're a long-term sponsor of my channel as well. And then a Dormammu uh, from the guys at Union County Games. So some fantastic giveaways, and we'll ship anywhere. And I know, Alexa, you guys in the US have been struggling a little bit with getting uh, with getting some of these newer yes. models, haven't you? So mm-hmm. for anyone listening in the new in the US, there's a an opportunity to get hold of a Hulkbuster or a Dormammu um, over the over the the back end of this week. So yeah, join in. Yes. Um. And I'm going to do something kind of out of the blue, um, because I just thought about this, um, and I will make this offer on here if you are interested. Um, I'm willing to put up an guest spot on an episode of Morlocks as a donation incentive. Oh, fantastic. Yes, absolutely. I know there'll be plenty of people that are um, are definitely down for doing that. So, uh, yeah, great. I will add that into the list and we'll make sure that um, at an appropriate time, maybe during our game, Lexa, uh, we, uh, we, we, we give that away and we'll do... A, I've got a little spinny wheel... That I'm uh, virtual, of course. Yes. Um, that I'm uh, that I've got. So uh, yeah, we'll make sure that's added to the list. And thank you for that. Much appreciated. No problem. Uh, just be aware, I am booked to the end of the year. So this will be an episode that is looking to air sometime in January 2022. Fantastic. That'll be really God. That's crazy to think that we're already talking about 2022 being around <laughs> the corner. I've only just got over 2020 happening. Um, that's God, crazy I'm still in 2013. Ah, <laughs> uh, back in my youth. Ah, uh, back before I went to college. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, and I am. I'm super excited about this event, and I'm super excited to be a part of the event. Um, because I think charity live streams. I've I've always had a love for charity live streams, and I think they are an important part of the online community. Um, and so just having one as part of our community makes me feel really good and I want to do what I can to support it. And honestly, Alexa, the, the, I mean, y- yesterday evening, um, I'd set some time aside for myself. Uh, was it was yesterday evening or the, or, the, or the evening before. I'd set some time aside to myself. So I was like, okay, I need to build 18 rosters because obviously I'm on quite a tight uh, deadline with each of these games. They're only an hour and a half each. Quick turnarounds. I was like, I need to have all my rosters ready to go. And I thought, well, why not, right? I may as well just start a live stream whilst I'm doing the rosters because I don't know how to build an Inhumans roster. I don't play with them. Um, And it was sad I missed that because I could have given you so much bad opinions. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it was amazing that just in that, just in that, you know, setting up for the live stream um, or the charity event, the number of people that came on, interacted, donated, got on board, was telling me, why on earth are you taking this card with this character? You, you know, <laughs> why would you ever do that? Uh, was was really, really good. So, yeah, the, the support so far has been amazing. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, really, really looking forward to it. Do you have no matter the cost in your Inhumans list? Do I have no matter the cost in my Inhumans list? I don't know if I do. Um, by 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 the eighteenth roster, I was getting quite tired. I think we were about two and a half hours in already, which doesn't bode well for yeah. for a twenty seven hour stream. But uh, but yeah, I I would have to go back and check. Uh, because I, I've talked about this play many a times on the show at this point because I love this play. But you can turn one uh, if someone goes and grabs a central extract or secure on the board. You can turn one, walk up with uh, Black Bolt, no matter the cost, master punch them. And if you deal a damage, you throw them into your back line. Oh, wow. And, That's and pretty cool. you can... Order the place in the throne away where you place on the secure and then throw them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to. I think what I'm going to be doing is going back and re-looking at all of my rosters today anyway, uh, just to make sure that I didn't make any any stupid mistakes whilst um, mm -hmm. whilst while, whilst putting them together because uh <laughs> yeah, there were. By the end, I was like, just field dressing and med packing every list. That's fine. That's not a problem. <laughs> I didn't quite resort to the just put Thanos in every list, but um, uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, but who did you bring for us to talk about today? Um, Lexa, I have brought most definitely not my first love, but my biggest love in Marvel Crisis Protocol, and that is Magneto. Mm. And Magneto is a very good character, cannot be denied. He is probably the top of the range of characters I would be willing to talk about in this in this show. Um, okay. And it's and it's I thought about him for a little while of whether or not I was like he's he's just a little too in the meta, but then I'm like, does he ever show up outside of Brotherhood? And like, no. Okay, let's talk about him in this show. Yeah, he, he he definitely doesn't, and I think I think maybe one of the reasons why he doesn't is his his from the ruins leadership ability is just so good, um, mm -hmm. and it's such a good way of, of of power generation that I feel like you're losing a lot of what he brings as a sixth threat because he's a, you know he's not a, he's not an inexpensive character to yeah. put in your squad. Um, so I think that's, that, that's maybe, you know, maybe one of the reasons why I know he's affiliated to Cabal and mm -hmm. uh, I think that's it actually just Cabal, which yeah. I've never liked. I, I, I've never liked him in Cabal. The fact, you know, him sat alongside, um, Red Skull, for example, just doesn't sit right with yeah. me from a thematic perspective. Um, you know, those two should never be on the same team and I don't think he, he ever would be. Um, so yeah, I, I, I almost exclusively play him in, in Brotherhood. At the moment. But we are not going to play him in either Brotherhood or Cabal because he is affiliated in both. And we are about he, getting people out of affiliation. He is indeed, yes. So, um, are there any affiliations that jump out to you as things you want to talk about? 
Yeah, I I wanted to start with um, Wakanda. And that may sound crazy to people, but so I was thinking about this. I was preparing. I did my I did my research, Lex. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to to put you a brotherhood list together. Um, much to my you know much, much, much to my heart wanting to do that, but mm-hmm. I was thinking about what what he does and what he brings. I mean, first of all, he brings a huge amount of damage. That's you know that is primarily. Uh, what he's doing but i then started thinking about the other things that he has in both tactics cards that he can bring um but also his abilities and what they do now as we know two things one thing is that magneto has some dice manipulation mm-hmm. on his reverse polarity but one of the reasons why i think shrapnel blast is not used very often is because there is no dice manipulation in there but if we're not using the dice manipulation, we um, we get to push the target character. So if it's outside of range two, when we use reverse polarity, we push that target away. Now, typically for, for Magneto players, what that means is, you know, you do one attack at range three, you push that enemy character towards you, and then you follow up with a reverse polarity where you get all of your rerolls. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about what, what Wakanda bring and how they play, right? Very, very control list. There's some restrictions that have been put in place now in terms of the size of characters that can be pushed. So, you know, Shuri's has been reduced. A lot of other characters have been reduced. So it limits the options and and makes that control piece for Wakanda less effective. Mm -hmm. There is no, at least at the moment, I don't think Magneto's card is going to see an errata in, in this wave. But right now, there is no limits on <clears throat> how large that character can be to be pushed by Magneto. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of this more from a control perspective, whereas normally I pull that character towards me or, or push that character towards me. Um, something like a Gamma Wave, being able to dish out two pushes mm-hmm. and actually moving people off the point, um, maybe even moving them to a, to a position where they're outside of range two, um, actually fits in quite nicely with the whole Wakanda style of play. And also they have a lot of threat left over, you know, the core Wakanda of, uh, you know, Shuri, Okoye and Black Panther. Um, There's a lot of threat there. And yes, at six, he's expensive. Um, But I actually think he could slot into that Wakanda roster um, quite easily. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, that is definitely a very interesting choice. The The only worry that I have about it is that Wakanda likes to have last action, and having a six threat does not help that cause. It, it, a little bit, yes. I will I will agree. I will agree. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I wanted to bring up, very much in a similar idea space, but in a functionally very different way, as a control piece, is Criminal Syndicate. I like that. Yes. Um, because he he is a gun platform, but making your gun platform need to be dealt with rather than avoided just because he takes... He, he doubles up on... He, he forces a point so well, and he has defensive tech to keep him around longer is super solid. And that the fact that that defensive tech also prevents him from being pushed or thrown 
also very good. And then we have to talk about one of Magneto's specific tactics cards. Uh, Magnetic Reflection. Which gives everyone within three of Magneto cover for a round. Well, we don't get the recursiveness of it from Brotherhood of Mutants, giving Criminal Syndicate cover for a round is really good. Yes. Yeah, well, giving anyone cover for a round is really good, but yeah, particularly when, you, when you're on points and you don't want to uh, be taken off them. Absolutely. So, um, other ones that jumped out to me, uh, let's talk about an expensive faction uh, that just barely walks, which is Asgard. Okay. They definitely weren't on my list. But I'm 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 intrigued to hear. It's one Magneto can really be stifled by conditions, especially stun. Yeah, stun and stagger really do, and I know stagger affects everyone, but in particular for for Magneto, yes. And and uh, to a lesser extent, incinerate also really hurts him. Poison can really hurt him. He, unlike many other high threat characters, has no immunities. So every condition affects him. Um, yes. Yeah. And obviously with the leadership ability from Thor, mm-hmm. it's a way of being able to, I suppose, either mitigate or, or remove one of those special conditions, but mm-hmm. actually bump his, or indeed bump his health back up as well. Yep. Because, um, you know, he is he is hard to chip away at. Um, he's 6'8", six, 6 on his on his healthy side, eight on his stamina, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I I prefer to see cards being front loaded. I think mm-hmm. you get more value from them um, in that way. But he's very hard to chip against. But the one thing I will say, where I've really come and stuck with him in the past, in the condition that I actually think he he really suffers from his bleed, bleed because yeah. you don't want to spend an action getting rid of it. And unless you've got a Scarlet Witch around with, you know, Whims of Chaos or something like that, it's really, really difficult for Mag- you know, to justify taking one of Magneto's actions, um, getting rid of Bleed. So, yeah, I could, I could see it working quite well in Asgard. Really. I suppose my only, my my only food for thought would be with Thor and Magneto. We're already at eleven threat. Yeah, throwing a Valkyrie, and that's fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Which... and the other thing for it was, is this is the ultimate way to control priority. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You are never losing priority, and pass is an exceptionally powerful option in this game. Yep, it really is. It really is. Forcing your opponent to, especially turn one. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's rarely seen outside of turn one, isn't it? It sometimes is, but... So but rarely seen outside of turn one, but the place that I find it is that after turn one, you never pass first activation. But I have commonly seen passing second activation. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I do like it. I do like it. Um, I also think any any affiliation that can, because if if you're taking Magneto outside of any of his affiliations. I feel like you you're taking him as a centerpiece. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, you want you know. Yes, you want a leadership ability that synergizes with either issues that he comes up against, or <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> yes, you want um, you know leadership ability to synergize, but I think if you if you're putting him in your roster, you're taking him in your squad, you're putting characters around him mm-hmm. um, to, to to build around him, right? Yeah. Um, so I think any. Any affiliated characters that have any form of um, teleportation, mm-hmm. so any form of movement, so whether that be, you know, a a lockjaw or a clear or or somebody else who can get Magneto up the board, because typically when I'm building my Brotherhood rosters, when I'm looking for non-affiliated characters to bring in, I'm always including at least one, sometimes two characters who can do that turn one and actually get Magneto further up the board because. Mm-hmm. That is one of the things he struggles with. And by taking him out of affiliation, the one thing that you do lose is Asteroid M. Mm-hmm. And that's really typically the most effective way of, of getting him from one side of the board to the other. Um, so I think, you know, maybe an Inhumans uh, mm-hmm. would would not be the worst thing in the world because of because of Lockjaw. Magneto really, really does like, like Lockjaw. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Red Skull can do it, but we're not taking him there. Yeah. Um, but you know, somebody like a clear, but yeah, anyone who can get him up the board, I think is, 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 is going to work well with Magneto. Uh, the other option from getting him up the board is, uh, two affiliations that we have not talked about yet. The first one is a thematic piece for the more modern era of comics, which is Magneto actually working with the X-Men. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I, I don't think he's bad in X Men at all. I actually think he sits quite, quite nicely in there. And I um, think he works with both affiliations, uh, leaderships. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he can be a massive battery at times, and just run out of things to throw. And then using that power to support other people's spenders is not a bad thing. No, no, not at all. Yeah, his his builder is so you know Magneto's builder is so good, mm-hmm. especially on characters that are within range, range two. Um, that you're right. He you know he will often generate so much power that he doesn't know what what to do with it. And as you say, if the if the board has been cleared of um, of debris and, and terrain to throw, um, he he can sometimes struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is Midnight Suns. Okay, so a little a little bump in the night action. Yeah, I I do like it. Yeah, I mean, the 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 nice thing is that Magneto is guaranteed to be generating two power per turn yes. minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got two constructs out, you're guaranteed to be generating three. And poison doesn't affect him when it comes to power generation because of the the fact that they're treated as independent sources. Uh, stun. Um, stun does not A Stun, it. sorry, yes. Apologies. Uh, stun. Stun. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's always going to be generating at least two, often more often than not three, because mm-hmm. you tend to keep one construct on the board at all times. Yeah. Uh, and then during the power phase, you get to put a, a second one out. So being able to bump him up range one mm-hmm. every turn seems really powerful and really really powerful the other things involved in that is also it's 
um, it allows you to fine-tune the range of your v- reverse polarity. Because even... Because getting from the edge edge of range three to within range two is probably a range one place. With a he's on a base. on a medium base, yeah, absolutely. I I like that, Lexa. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like Midnight Suns is is a place where he could potentially sit outside of uh, of a of affiliation. Mm-hmm. And again, they don't mind the cover. And nope. It's it is a very fighty affiliation, and they can also go very thin because they also have a lot of um, big power pieces to play with. Yeah, but they also have an affiliation two threat, so they can fine tune their threat fairly well. Yeah, and that that two threat being Wong, mm-hmm. ev- all of the benefits we spoke about of taking him with the Asgardians, mm-hmm. Wong brings that in himself. So, you know, you just keep Wong alongside or, you know, within range two of, uh, of all Magneto. And all of a sudden he's got himself his, his own personal special condition remover and healing factory, which doesn't seem like a bad thing. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different because it's disjointed by activation. So it's like you can activate Wong and then they get the chance to respond and put conditions back on him before he gets to activate. Uh, but it is... If left uninterrupted, it is functionally the Asgard leadership on a two-fat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I Yeah, I, I, I really like the idea of him in, in, in Midnight Suns. Okay, let's that get him feels, in there. That, that feels really nice. Um, and do you know what? It'll make Quinn happy as well. Uh, which is never a bad thing. I have to keep him happy. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so it looks like we are going to have uh, uh, Magneto fighting some vampires. <laughs> Absolutely. Which I don't think he'd have a problem with as well. I feel like he would be more than up for that. Well, currently Wolverine is the one fighting vampires. Yes. In the yeah, in the coming in the current yep. run, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. the first person we have to get in is Blade, and that puts us at a ten-point core. Um, so I yeah. think we need a, another four-pointer in this list. Yeah, I I want to throw out uh, Doctor Voodoo. Yes, for for this, I think as an individual character, he is very very good. I think. Still somewhat underutilized. I think. I think he's a. I think he's a high, high learning, very high ceiling, but quite a low floor if he's not played with correctly. But I think in the right hands, in the right list, um, he can be a phenomenal piece um, on on the board. And and and, the... and I think some of it is that he's not in the hands of many players at this point because he still yes. hasn't come out in the U.S. and let alone Australia, who. I have no idea what's actually out there. I know they only got some stuff that we got like half a year ago recently. I feel sorry for I, them so badly. I know. it's so. I think they're still just playing Cabal versus Avengers with Murdoch and Hulk, from what I heard. Well, New Hulk, <laughs> so, <laughs> New Hulk is going to beat up New Murdoch. New, yeah, New New Hulk has no problem with New Murdoch uh, with, with 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 New Murdoch anymore. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, 
I also think, Lexer, I think we we have to put in Wong into yes. the list. I think he's 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 too good of a support piece. I just say he's in in affiliation two threat. Yes. So it's you know he 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 fits in and really really nicely there. We have three three threat options, and I think we want at least two of them in affiliation. Um, because we have Iron Fist, Moon Knight, and Black Cat, and I think we want two of them in in our list for point values. Yeah, I think I I like I like all three of those characters. Um, I think for me, Iron Fist fits really really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, and I'm talking about Iron Fist in incognito. Sorry, in addition with his leadership. Sorry, his tactics card as well, Heroes yes. for Hire. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best reactive tactics cards in the game at the moment. Um, and again, if you can, if you can use Danny Rand to stop a Magneto, you know, taking a a big big hit from somebody, um, that's never a bad thing. Um, yeah. You know, having a three threat in the way of a of a six threat is not a bad thing at all. Yes. Um, and then, but what of Moon Knight and Black Cat? Which what uh, do we want to go with both of them or just one of them? Um, I I don't mind seeing both. Um, I think having you know having having the options in there is is quite nice. I would say overall, I think Moon Knight works better in in Midnight Suns, but Black Cat's definitely a a viable option. You know, she can she can deal out the damage. Um, and and I think more importantly, I think she can be some extract play for them, which they don't necessarily yeah. have a lot of. Yeah, with the with the grappling hook and the fact that she's got stealth as well, so people have to move up towards her. Bad luck is 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 pretty good as well from an attacking perspective. Um, and yeah, I, I the the last one then obviously is the the master cat burglar, which is very good as well. Yeah. Um, you know, being able to being able to take a uh, an asset or civilian token without um, an action. Without an action, I know. I wonder if she's up for. Uh, she she has to be up for uh, for an errata at some point, I think, and I th- and turning I think that it's into going an action. To be a while because she came out well after the wave that they are covering. Yeah, far more recently. So, mm-hmm. but get it, think- get her while you get her while you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I have both of them then, but now I need to talk about uh. The recently revitalized kid on the block, which is Mr. Ghost Rider. Yeah, because he's had a he's had a bit of an upgrade. Let's yeah. let, let's let's just let's just keep it at that because his his card now is significantly better mm-hmm. than what it was previously. Um, I I really really like Ghost Rider in Midnight Suns. I think Ghost Rider struggled in Defenders. I think he was a bit of a red herring in the Defenders because the moment you put him with Doctor Strange together, that's at least ten, typically eleven threat because yes. you're you're probably going to be taking the stone with with Strange, um, and and they they just didn't at least in his old form, didn't synergize. You know, Ghost Rider wasn't a good enough five-threat character. Um, 
but I think he is now. Mm-hmm. My concern is we're going to be playing Blade. If we're saying that we're playing Magneto, is there room for a five-threat character in the roster, irrespective of how how good he is? Um, Let because me at that ask point, you a counter question then. How do you feel about a Gamma Waves team of Magneto, Blade, Ghost Rider? Well, coming from the man who won his his the, the last competition I won in the final game, I played a twenty threat roster, uh, a twenty threat list. Sorry, consisting of Reality, Time, Thanos, Magneto, and Scarlet Witch. I have no problem with going very, very short and not particularly wide. Um, so actually, now you've put it like that, Lexa, yeah, I I quite like that a lot. <laughs> I do quite like that a lot, especially with the with the beam attack. Yeah, um, Give, giving out Ghost incinerate Rider. to set up Magneto. Also, you get the you get uh, type diversity um, as well. Um, and suddenly, you also get this... He's also super mobile. And... What? He's 15 health combined now? Because he's 8 on his front, 7 on his back, with 3, 4, 4? Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. And you may not use this card in, in that particular setup, but his deal with the devil, I want to say it's called. Yeah. All of a sudden, the value you're getting for that now, when you've got that much stamina, you know, eight, eight, and seven, which is way above the curve for mm-hmm. a five threat character. Oh yeah, um, is is crazy. You know, he's he's potentially jumped up to be the best five threat in the game, and it's not because he's, you know, it's not because he's necessarily the biggest damage dealer or anything like that, but an all round character that gets to come back on his healthy side mm-hmm. for the cost of a two threat feels very, very strong. And the thing I want to add to this is there's a bigger fish in the pond on that team. So suddenly Wiccan's judgment might actually get some use. Yeah. People are going to be wanting to take Magneto out. Um, so yeah, you are right. You are right. Um, let's put him in there, Alexa. Fantastic. That's what I like. That's the spirit. <laughs> the spirit of vengeance. Is oh, that the yeah. <laughs> The spirit of jank. <laughs> but that leaves us two out of affiliation slots. It does. It does. Which is not too many. Um, but I feel like I feel like the characters we've got in there are are very good and and as you said will will support or add to what we're doing with with Magneto. And the first character that I want to talk about with or out of affiliation slots though is a character we brought up already. Um for supporting turn one plays with Magneto and that is Clea. Oh okay. Yeah. It's I think Having clear range to place plus the Midnight Suns move is a lot of movement for one power, no actions on a turn one 
Magneto. Yeah, it 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 really gets him up the board and into a position where he may even be able to make two attacks. Yeah. Um turn one, which, you know, if you can get if you can if you can pull off two attacks with Magneto turn one, the likelihood is that whoever you're attacking is probably going to be dazed mm-hmm. um turn one, uh, which is phenomenal. Uh, especially if you're doing it against a, an an already activated character, which is is even better. So yeah, I I do I do quite like Clea. I think uh, I think she would she would fit in well. She also brings some some mystic attacks mm-hmm. as well, which is which is nice. Um, she also doesn't have a problem with power generation as well because of yeah. the descendant of the Fultine, uh, Fultine, Fultine, um, which is you know which is also really nice as well. And the other thing with her is that later in the game. Um, she can, and probably much more efficiently than a lockjaw, which would be like the other thought here, just because of, I'm not a lockjaw fan. I find he gets too finicky in his having to activate next to someone to gain the power to do anything on a turn and too easily disruptible. If that makes sense. It's, I understand what you're saying. To me, he will always be the bestest boy, though, Lexus. So I, I can't, I can't, with my good heart, say that I agree. Well, um, we will be talking about the actual best boy later in the tactics card section, so we will get back to that discussion. But, uh, Clea later in the game could allow uh, Magneto to rotate across a B or a D. Which, while not yeah. necessarily his favorite scenarios, are things he has to deal with occasionally. Yeah, he he can often find himself, and 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 I've had this happen to me so many times. He's on one side of the board, and you know he takes that because Magneto can quite easily take out you know one or two, two three threat characters in a in a single activation sometimes. Mm-hmm. But what what I often find is that. He'll be out there, he'll do his job, he'll throw some terrain around, and there's nothing around him. Mm-hmm. And you spend one activation, maybe one and a half activation sometimes, actually getting back over the board. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. Any any way of being able to move him around is is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leaves us one more piece. Um do you have any yeah. characters that jump out to you? Because I I have some weirder picks that I could throw into the mix that I will bring up. I mean, up. yeah, there's there, there's the obvious choices, right? You know, which 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 we won't go through. But I I don't mind putting in Mister Mister Rand's counterpart in um, Luke Cage, mm. and it's and it's really for that bodyguard ability. Mm. Um, that he that he can provide Magneto, and he can also dish out dish out the damage as well. Um, I also like the new and improved uh, two threat uh, rocket mm. as an alternative two threat option in there as well. Because as you said, this is a killer list. Um, he's not he's not bringing anything to Magneto, right? He, he doesn't he's not bringing anything to Magneto's game. But mm-hmm. having somebody sat on that back point with a range five builder and a range five spender, I think is 
very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, could be the difference between, you know, being able to finish off targets that Magneto couldn't quite manage doing himself. Yes. Um, the one option I want to bring up, which is um, not necessarily something to support Magneto, but to support the Midnight Suns and specifically Blade, is Drax the Destroyer. That is a left field pick. Um, I like it. <laughs> he is one of the many bleed synergy characters. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he 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 dishes it out, and then he also has his additional benefit, doesn't he? If yes. he's ta- if he's attacking the target that already has bleed as well. Two rerolls. Yeah, I do. I do quite like that. Um, I, I I will throw a, a a a third one in for mine if that is if that is Go okay. Right and it's and it's in it's in the same vein as as Drax, uh, but also I think can can give some additional support to Magneto. Um, and it's Venom. Mm. So he he dishes out the bleed, which yeah. as we know, um, Mister Mister Blade very much likes. Um, and whilst he can't get Magneto up the board, what he does very effectively is bring the prey to Magneto. Yes, um, he is very and pull good them. at pulling the blend, <laughs> as, as, as creating the blender. Yeah, um, and with his, you know, with his card lethal protector, um, adds some again some some great defensive capabilities for. For Magneto, not not that he necessarily needs it. I think it's not something you know. You're not going to use a card like that when Magneto's on you know full health and he's got two power to be able to um, use force projection. Mm-hmm. Or as um, it's locally known in the meta, hat block. <laughs> absolutely, um, but I think you know you've got a Magneto with no power, two health left, and somebody's going to put a big attack into him. Um, I actually think that's a really nice sort of clutch clutch sorry clutch play to be able to to have a venom standing beside him um so there, there's a couple other characters that i want to bring up into this conversation uh we've talked about having backpoint characters and while recently nerfed um one that is very good and helps out magneto a little bit um is shui Okay. Yep. Weevils, pushes, all the magic. <laughs> yeah, I think um I I've never been a a big big fan of Shuri, but I think that's that's probably because of of my own personal playstyle. Yeah. Which is very much attrition based. Mm. Um and obviously Shuri, while Sonic Crush, you know, can absolutely dish out the damage, very, very rarely do you get to to use that in a game. It's, you know, it's pretty much the control piece from Panther Gauntlets, and then obviously the the upgrades that she that she brings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've personally never been a fan, but I do get how she could offer some support um, and be on that back point, push people away. I personally um, have always struggled to make her work, but again, I think it's probably my my own personal play style that really 
falls into that attrition, sorry, falls into that sort of attrition support as opposed to control attrition side of things. Mm -hmm. So much more in your attrition style of play for a backpoint character. Let's talk about Baron Mordeaux. Oh, very nice. Yes. What's better than six dice for weevils? Eight dice for weevils. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, I mean, I played for long enough a a, a Brotherhood list with with Thanos, mm. and one of the reasons for that was the the support he gave. Magneto, he he brings the moves, so he can obviously get him up the board. Um, but he gave him, uh, I think I want to say it's called Death Decree. Yes. Um, don't 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 hear me. Um, I got it right. There we go. Which is two dice on his um, healthy side, which yes. is really nice for two power. Four dice but on his injured. When you're rolling ten dice with full rerolls on yes. Magneto on his injured side, um, feels really bad for your opponent and really good for you. So. Yes, yes, uh, it comes with a... I have to remind you that I I pioneered the Thanos spider first list. I am well aware of what Thanos does. <laughs> um, Ferocity of Sitarak, I think it's called, um, from Baron Mordor, mm-hmm. does part of the same thing. It does come at a cost. Yep. Uh, and, that, and that cost is obviously the um, them, them taking one, uh, one damage. Um, but for two extra dice... You know, Magneto's got a, a decent health pull, 14, 14 stamina in total. Um, so he can he can afford to lose a, a health here or two to, to getting two extra dice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final one I want to bring up, and this is going to be a little bit of a weird one. I will give you that. But I want to talk about Corbox Black Widow. Okay. Um, with... Having big central pieces, you can deflect it's it she's this right amount of nuisance where she can go up and grab an X-Act and then be your back point character in a list where Magneto can kind of occupy that back point the first round because he's just working his way up the board. And then she can move back to that back point round two while Magneto moves forward and with her stealth and martial artist combo. And this big, scary piece of Magneto in the middle of the board, suddenly you have a fairly safe extract um, hiding on your back point, earning you 2vp a turn at 2 threat. Yeah, which is never a never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Never a bad thing. Um, yeah, I don't I don't mind her in there. I think she's a she's a solid two threat. Um, in in almost any roster really yeah. for those for those back point players. Um she is a character actually and, and, and going off tangent slightly here, Lexa, if you'll if you'll allow me. Of course. She is a character I thought may have had a a slight um errata as part of the core box. Mm-hmm. Um I felt like she she may have may have had something extra. Um e- even just like an extra one range on her pistol or something like that. Would make her even more effective at that back at that back point, um, but even 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 without anything, um, I think she's she's pretty good, mm-hmm. as you say, ticking over, ticking over two VPs a turn. Um, you know that can often be the difference, um, yeah. and it, it creates some it creates something else that your opponents need to think about because when you've got such a big centerpiece like Magneto, mm-hmm. you know maybe with. Uh, 
you know, whether it be a a Wong or a, an Iron Fist or somebody else around him offering some additional support, she can often go forgotten by your opponent. Mm-hmm. And it really does give them something else that they need to think about um, outside of just killing Magneto. Because that's, you know, probably going to be one of their priorities is trying to take him out of the game. But whenever they're taking him out of the game, they're not focusing on Black Widow. And whenever they're focusing on Black Widow, um, he just does what he does best. Mm -hmm. So we talked about a lot of options there. Is there someone out of those options that has jumped out as the one you want in that final slot? I I really, really like the idea of bringing somebody who offers Magneto a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm really gravitating towards either Clear or Venom. So, um, so I, have, I have already put Clear in this list. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. So we have one slot after Clear. Because for our conversations, she definitely felt like the one that we really, really wanted. I, I would, I would go with Venom then, because, because okay. I, I think, I, I think he he brings synergy to both Magneto, who we're building around, but also the wider team mm-hmm. as well in terms of, well, predominantly Blade with the bleed effect. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think you know combination of um, web snare and bump in the night becomes very, very powerful oh, for, yeah. for Magneto. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to our crises. Um, and as of just a couple of days ago, we got a announcement of how crisis is going to change. Um, because uh, now the person who loses priority gets to choose what crisis, what point value you're at. Yeah, which I I think um, probably hinders this kind of list mm-hmm. a little bit more, where you have a, a out of affiliation character who you're quite clearly building around. Now, don't get me wrong, with this roster of ten characters we've put together, if we did come across a a lower threat, um, I think probably fifteen is is the is the bottom. I think at fourteen. Magneto doesn't find a space I, in I this think we have in this a, roster. I think we have a fine fourteen for for uh, senators. So, yeah, for senators, maybe for sword, I think probably probably not. We maybe want to go a little wider. Yeah, um, and and sword is a thing I have a beef with. <laughs> I think most people do. Most yes. people do, and I would not be surprised if it gets restricted in the next BNR update. Which is overdue, can I say? Oh, yes. We need bitter bitter rivals need to be restricted. All you've got needs to be banned. Um, it's it's uh, yeah, it's long long overdue, long yeah. overdue. Mm-hmm. But it's it's um, my big thing is is as much as it's a feel bad to play as I think it's a scenario that forces you to abandon your team's identity. Um, yes, yeah. There's a number of affiliations that cannot play affiliated on it effectively. Yeah, and I yeah. Think- so I, th- I, th- I think it's it, and, and at that point, it, it for me doesn't seem right. Yes. Um. 
So let's let's look at uh let's start with Sakias, and I think there are two that immediately jump out to me as things we want to get in here, which are Gamma Waves and Demons Downtown. I think completely agree. Um, uh, Magneto loves people on fire. We've got some characters who are. Yeah, I think we've got two characters in our list who are immune to incinerate as yep. well. Three characters, sorry now, because we've got uh, Doctor Dr. Voodoo, Clear, and then Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. uh, who can no longer be more on fire, which um, it always always amused me somewhat. You can, he, you can uh... no longer heat up his bike so much it <laughs> stops working. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, I like both of those choices, and I think we've got solid 15 and... A lot of options when it comes to 19. Yeah, because we can play threat. both four and five wide at 19. Because we can go a four wide list of of Blade, Magneto, uh, Doctor Voodoo, and Ghost Rider. Yep. Yep. Or indeed, swap out Ghost Rider for Venom if we feel it's needed. Or yeah, we've got some uh, nice. No. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Doctor Voodoo. Sorry, swap out yeah. Doctor Voodoo for. Um, we would lose our Venom. affiliation there. Oh, we would, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. But oh, we see, can this definitely... is why this is why you're the better one. <laughs> <laughs> I just do this every week. I, I yes, you don't... are right. We would lose affiliation. I have just done this for check notes forty four to forty five weeks in a row at this point. <laughs> yep. Um, um. I I will also say I like on because Magneto is. Is so expensive, mm-hmm. um, and especially because we've got the option to go not particularly wide. I I don't mind taking with Magneto um, secures that are um, interact. So where we where we flip them. Mm-hmm. So whether that's like a, a mutant madman uh, or even a, even a portals or something like that, um, I'm I'm quite okay with. I I, I quite like them when so- we're not playing as wide. I was going to offer something completely different, though. Okay. Have you read Intrusions Open Across City as Seals Collapse? With the Asteroid M, but with the potential of not ending it where you want and taking a damage? I have indeed, yes. Yes. <laughs> Magneto always wants to be in the ball. Guess how he's getting in the ball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, for for the cost of one obviously one power but then 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 one damage that scenario i spoke about where magneto's on one side of the board and it's all just happening on the other side then yeah it 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 makes sense mm-hmm. um and even if you know even if you are on the far left and you want to get to the far right and you only end up in the middle um that's fine. You can actually still in, interact again as well because you can you can interact with each one once, so you've got another chance. Um, but the likelihood is that you know, I think you, I think it's like a fifty-fifty shot, isn't it? That no, you're gonna... it's better because it it's a five oh, it's out of hits. eight. Yeah, it's five out of eight, isn't it? Because it's yeah, the hits. There's two of them, so yeah. So across two, you're going to probably get where you want to be. So yeah, I don't I don't have an issue with that at all. And it's another high point value, which we like. We do indeed. We do indeed. Although it has less potentially less relevance now if we uh, if we lose the priority yes. or if we win the priority even. Because uh, if we lose priority, we set down one of our big numbers and then just go. We're going that that. 
Yeah, and how how do you how do you feel about that, Lex? How, how what what are your thoughts on on that change? And again, I'm just, sorry, I've gone off on a tangent there, but do you yeah, do you feel like it's now more even, or that the player without priority all of a sudden now is at the advantage? I think it is. How do I phrase this? I think it's going to depend on the teams. Yep. Because I, th- what I actually think is more important than priority turn one is priority turn two. Yeah. I think priority turn two is massively advantageous in a many of ways. Um, whether that whether that being having it or specifically not having it in the case of certain teams. Um, but having your preferred placing priority at the start of turn two is massively important. And I think I just like being as the character that loses the die roll having more choices because it felt like I didn't get many choices in in turn zero. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It feels like it's evened it out a little bit. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it affects the win rates because I looked back over at Longshanks when I did a quick video on this one and right now out of like 50, over 1500 games it's 50-50 yeah. win rate for both for both so be interesting to see if it pushes it more towards the non-priority side um, but I like that it's 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 not all or nothing anymore, which I which I do quite like. Mm-hmm. Um, and there may be some circumstances where you want to rule badly, like you you know you need to learn how to rule worse. We often say ruling better is you know to get better at the game, just learn how to rule better. But you may you may want to learn how to rule those blanks uh-huh. because uh, there's definitely some scenarios where I think picking the threat level mm-hmm. is more important than picking whether you have extracts or, or secures. Yes, so so my mightier wish at the end of the day, and this would be another corset revision down the line at the very least, would be whoever wins the dice roll chooses to either choose threat value or choose the type they get. I I like that a lot more. I think you're getting something for it, but then it's it gives you the option. So yeah, I, I do I do very much like that. Yeah. But I think I think that is not quite the direction that they want to go. I, I think they want the congruency right now. Yeah, I think I think what they're what they're trying to do is focus. I'm I'm I want to say focusing far more on the casual player, but it seems like they have a a disdain somewhat for the the turn one players yes. that effectively break or not not break the game, but. Um, well, some of them did, right? And, yes. and 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 cards cards have been cards have been banned because of it. Mm-hmm. But it does it does feel like they want to, well, you know, they want every game to get to round three, and either character could be could be win, you know, yes. is in with the chance of winning still. Whereas there are some turn one players with certain affiliations where you know going into it you're on the back foot. So actually, you you. You're playing. You're going in with a mindset of I'm going to be down five, six VPs by the end of turn two, mm-hmm. and my plan is how do I last long enough to claw them back in turns four, five, and six, yeah. um, which I don't think is a nice, a nice experience 
mm-hmm. um, especially for newer players coming into the game. Yeah, and it's it's. I think. I also think that they are trying to make the game a more reactive game rather than a rather than a uh, not okay. Let me rephrase that. I think they're trying to make a game more about reacting to your opponent than doing your playbook. Yep. 100% agree. 100% agree. I think they've seen what's, you know, with, with, with other similar size games um, where, you know, you've got people with 17 tape measures working out, you know, what they're doing, you know, where their character is going to be at the end of turns, at the end of round six um, and everything else in between. And to be perfectly honest, I don't like that side of it. Mm-hmm. I would much rather react in the moment and sometimes you get it right sometimes you get it wrong you know sometimes you you move your character and oh gosh darn it you know i'm half a range one away from where i need to be but hey guess what that's that's life that happens it's a game Mm -hmm. um i much prefer that than working everything out to the to the minutiae and i ultimately think that is a more skill testing game yeah, I agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Being able to react to scenarios around you rather than just playing out your playbook mm-hmm. um, is always going to be always going to be harder. Yeah. Um, and ultimately leads for a better experience, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, but we, we digress. Yes, we are in <laughs> extracts. I, th- this one is an obvious choice, um, but I think it's even more... Um, prevalent with a magneto in midnight suns turn one um is hammers mm-hmm. because with a range one bump magneto is generating two power on turn one so he can bump himself up and pick up then hammer, pick and up then a hammer look. and still have two activations left yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think for me that would be a that would be a you know a, a assert to go in there for the for, for, for the extraction ones so i want to bring up one of my favorite crises which is a controversial crisis i will say not not big c controversial small c controversial which is alien ship crashes in downtown this is one of my favorite extracts to play Mm -hmm. and i tell you why magneto is not the easiest character in the world to take down no um magneto more often than not is going to do at least one action or spend one action um doing um an attack doing an attack Mm -hmm. um so being able to only move once is okay. Uh, a bump in the night helps with that. Oh yeah. I'm more than often than not going to be doing uh, doing damage with with my attacks. I've got some characters around me who can help me. I've got magnetic refraction I can throw up. Um, he's really hard to take down, so he's probably going to be scoring those VPs mm-hmm. at least a couple. You know, at least one or two rounds once he picks it up. Yeah. Um. I also really like in attrition lists, low scoring extractions. Mm-hmm. Now I know I said hammers 
and obviously there's there's four VPs a turn. But I think the longer the game goes with this sort of list, the more chance we've got of of, of being able to win the game via attrition. Um and, and makes it so much harder for a a Sam spam or a very, very wide list um to be able to pick up loads of VPs early and then just gradually wear them down. So yeah. I, I really like Alien Ship. And then finally I wanna bring up um a little uh objective called Montesi formula. Okay. Um, okay. We talked about wanting slow scoring extracts. Um, there are times you want a medium scoring extract, and that is Montesi formula exactly. I don't think there is another what I would define as medium scoring extract in this game. No, I guess the only one that's three, isn't it? Yes. Um, three per turn. It's either it's either two for. Or five, I think, outside of uh, that. And there's also Deadly Legacy Virus, but that one can spiral uh, out of hand really quickly. Yeah, that that gets that gets crazy. And I think I think we don't have a plan for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, none of these characters are we wanting to put three. You know, maybe with the exception of one, do we want to put three on? And we have no way of being able to extract it. So yeah, I I don't think that's a, a viable one. Um, I don't mind Montessi. Um, because all of a sudden, as well, if Wong does make it into into your squad, all of a sudden Wong with a beam three six dice attack is pretty good. And um, more importantly, and why I like it in Midnight Suns is Bump in the Night allows you to reposition to get double beams. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or to get two people in one beam, because you can only use the attack once per turn. Let me clarify my language. <laughs> yeah, two, two, or, or even, or even um, three people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if you if you get lucky, especially on like a gamma shelter or something like that, yeah. or a gamma wave. Sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Magneto is also a character who can get to that. He can with the range one place plus the move. He can get pretty dang. Uh, close to getting to that middle. Yep. Um, I don't know the exact math of it, so I'm not going to make firm statements. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. As we as as we discussed, I'm not one for uh, yeah. working out the minutia before a game. I'll pretty mm-hmm. much eyeball it and go, eh, maybe get there, mm-hmm. maybe not. <laughs> um, no, I like it. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. It is not a extract that I typically play, um, and I think the 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 main reason being is that um, I I usually I, I in in the old rules mm-hmm. if I if I get extracts I'm playing fear grips or I'm playing alien ship. Now typically my my third card I take is often uh, mutant extremist. Uh, again, because it's because it's low because it's low scoring single objective, um, but ninety nine percent of the times with the current rules, if I'm uh, I've got these two in my list and I, I'm playing either of those because um, that's the one I'll choose. But yeah, I I, I like Montessi. I think it's I think we've got a good seventeen point 
setup as well. Yeah, or a seventeen threat setup. So it, yeah, it works. It's fairly obvious you haven't played Red School in a while. If you haven't played a lot of Montesi formula. I have not played Cabal for a well actually I I played a a, a Sin game with mm-hmm. Sin as my leader, but yeah, not not uh, not Red Skull. Cause you get power off of every one of those beam hits. Which is very nice. Yeah. Which is very nice indeed. Um so yeah. Are we, are we good for Montesi being our last extract? I, I am more than happy for that to, to go in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. more than happy. So now that just leaves us tactics cards to talk about. Yes, and I think we've got quite a few to choose from, haven't we, with some yes. of the characters we've taken. They, a lot of them bring their own. Yes, but first I want to talk about the actual best boy, which is... We, we, we've not put Lockjaw in. That's the ghost hound. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. It's a really good card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it allows all of our characters to get their wild triggers, which is very powerful with all of our new with all of the characters we have in affiliation. Yeah. No, it really is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, but Personal opinion, that is the best doggo in the game now. I I would still I would still argue that uh, the lockjaw is, but we shall ag- we shall agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we may be civil in the dog wars. This is true. This is true. Um, are there any of the other Midnight Suns cards that jump out to you? I think for any Midnight Suns roster, um, Siege of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Not only makes it into your roster a hundred percent of the times, but I I can't see a situation where you don't take this in your final five, mm-hmm. um, irrespective of which characters you're taking, because you're always going to have at least two, at least two characters that can use it, mm-hmm. um, potentially three. So I think it's a super super good card, and especially with the um, with the characters, yes, it costs one more power than the Wakandan version, but if you look at the actual attacks that these characters get to make, um, they are significantly better mm-hmm. um, than, than than the Wakandan ones. So, yeah, I I would 100% see that going in going into the uh, into the list. Fantastic! And then we have to talk about the two Magneto cards. Yeah. Um, I think magnetic refraction. We obviously touched on it mm-hmm. on it earlier. Um, we're losing part of the card in that it's not going to be Brotherhood of Mutants. But even so, for for two power, because we've now got two slots extra in our tactics cards, I think it would be remiss to to not take it because it offers some really nice value, mm-hmm. especially on. Uh, on a gamma or something like that, where we're oh, yeah. we're going to be clumped together. Um, so I think it's even though we're losing some of the value, um, I feel like it is it is still a worthwhile card taking. And we are more likely than not having priority, so that also helps. It really does, yeah, it really does. So you can play it at the beginning of your turn, and um, and again, he's Magneto will always have enough power to play it because he's he's guaranteed to be generating mm-hmm. um, two power a turn. 
Yes, and from that, um, the two that we already talked about that I think immediately need to get in here, which are Heroes for Hire. Yes, yeah, and, 100%. Uh, Lethal Protector. Yep, two similar-ish cards in terms of, you know, what, what they do uh, initially, both reactive, both act as a, as a bodyguard. Obviously, Heroes for Hire offering a little bit more mm-hmm. um, at, the, at the back end, um, but with Lethal Protector hopefully then being able to trigger a a so many snacks off the off the back end of it as well so yeah i like both of them um i'd also throw a deal with the devil in the mix of cards that we should probably be taking as well uh, for for mr ghost rider (laughs) um yeah because it's i think it's a they they come hand in hand don't they if you're taking if you're taking ghost rider you're taking deal with the devil Mm um but that 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 sixth cards already and we haven't even touched the restricted list we haven't now what what is your uh how, how are you doing restricted lists at the moment like so are you just taking it for for what is what is there or have you made any assumptions or uh i'm just taking it from what it's there it's whenever we get a new bit of info we adjust but until we get okay. that we're, we're sticking with the course if people want to make their own assumptions as the guest go for it but i i am well, and the reason I ask that is I think um, one of the most powerful restricted cards in the game at the moment is All You've Got. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would argue the most powerful character to use it on right now is Magneto. Um, it, it, it's so, so good uh, on, on Magneto. Um, even if you just need to eke out some extra damage to to Deers or KO a character. Um, and then you can go do something else with him as well. Um, I, I would typically take field dressing mm-hmm. hand in hand with that because I'm not always using it as a, okay, Magneto's off the board because he's almost KO'd anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm a firm believer that all you've got will be a, a banned card. Yeah. Um, so I know that I haven't been including it when i talk about lists but i'm happy to take it in whichever direction you and and the the viewers prefer well okay so i'm going to bring up a very very dumb thing that i want to get off once with new ghost rider which is all you've gotten yourself to care yourself to deal with the devil to respawn oh Oh, yes (laughs) (laughs) it's so good Mm mm-hmm um, I would I would argue too good, hence one of the reasons why um, why I think the card is getting banned. Yes, um, but I will leave it up to you. What whatever comfort level you feel. Well, I I really like it, and I think we've got two characters in this roster that get a huge amount of value from it. Um, so I I you know I let let let's put it in there because it is it is still a card that is available. Um, and maybe and like this say, will be I think, swan song. Maybe, maybe this might be the last roster that it goes in. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I as I say, I, I really do like that. I hadn't even thought of the <clears throat> the Ghost Rider synergy, but yeah, it works. It works in such a good way with with Ghost Rider there as well. Get so three yeah, it's very nice. In a turn. It's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. His activated token too when he deals yes. with the devils. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, there's no other way of putting it, really. Um, so yeah, I I do I do like that card. Um, what what are your thoughts on the other 
the the sort of second restricted. I was going to bring up one of the least used restricted cards. Patch up. Okay. Interesting. We have a lot of characters with a lot of HP. And a lot of characters that get extra power gen. Um, and yeah, so, so we can do the big patch-ups. Yeah, 5 for 5 is, as you say, is, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Even 4 for 4. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, any 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 value for any value. Um, I I've always, um, or at least since since it was released, anyway, leaned towards med pack mm-hmm. over patch up. Obviously, it doesn't give the, the the potential heal isn't as big. Yeah. Um, the value is more in that um, you can. I think it's two for three. I want to say yes. off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing I really like about it is you can do it to yourself mm-hmm. as opposed to having somebody else. But as you say, we've got some some big, big characters in here with, you know, big, big stamina pulls. Um, you know, 12 on Blade, 14 on Magneto. I can't remember what he works it out to be on, on Ghost Rider. Or is it like 15 now or something like that? Uh, um, yeah, 15. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it it's... It's 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 a it's a good shout, I think. Mm-hmm. And like, where else are you going to use it rather than the big boys list like this? Yeah, I also think we've got characters as well that can generate some power as well. So you know, even even a one can you know generate um, power with with meditate. So he's got enough mm-hmm. power to be able to do an even bigger heal yeah. than what he would be able to uh, himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I I like that. And that leaves us two more cards. Um I I think it's very hard to talk about an attrition list and a and a, and a, and a fighty attrition list which is essentially what we're building here um without talking about another card that I think is going to go from being unrestricted to restricted but that is bit arrivals. Mm-hmm. Um there's there's so much value in that card at the moment with absolutely zero back you know the yeah. the, the, the zero down to it um which is again why i think it will be um restricted. will be getting restricted in the next in the next uh, the next revival is sort of the next pass at them but you know one 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 less die on attack and defense just cripples a, a, a character. Um, yeah. And I think it makes Magneto and Ghost Rider and Blades attacks even more prevalent mm-hmm. when when you do that. And again, it's it's going to be scenario-based, but, you know, you do that on a... We, we keep coming back to Gamma because everyone's clumped up, but on a Gamma, um, or even on a Demons, mm-hmm. where the character has already been incinerated, because we have to remember that these things stack. Yep. Now they only ever stack to a um, a character can always roll um, one defense dice. It can never be reduced to more than zero. Mm-hmm. I think, with the exception of Doom Prophecy, isn't it? Because well, uh, we're Prophecy... not actually reducing the the, the pool. We're, we're taking it away completely. Yeah. So Doom Prophecy, and I think it's also Execution. One second. It Let me... is. That's the um, Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight Glaive. one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're, and, they're and the two, I believe. They roll no defense um, dice during this attack rather than rolling one less. 
You yeah, rather than reducing re- it. Yeah, yeah, you cannot reduce it to zero, but you can uh, make them not roll at all as a, yeah. as a special effect. So, you know, all of a sudden you've got characters like, you know, you come up against, I'm trying to think of a big tanky character, like an Angela or somebody with, with fours across the board. You've got an incinerate and a bit of rivals and all of a sudden she goes from rolling four defense dice against your um, six attack to two. Yeah. That's a really big swing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's it's difficult to, to to look, you know, to look past that as a as a card that we would that we would you know be including. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have one more slot, and there there's a couple cards that jump to mind to me. Um, you have your blind obsessions. Yep. Uh, never bad card. You have um, marked for death, which is a card I have been championing for probably the last half a year. As yeah, it can be very, very effective. One of the best cards you're not playing. Because in basically any situation, except for like criminal syndicate, at least one of those modes is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, I think... And I, I like both parts of it. Like mm-hmm. you slow them, and then it cannot modify its 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 defense dice. And like, they lose stealth. Yeah. And they lose stealth as well. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I forgot there was three parts to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's um, it's a it's a a really really solid card. Um, blind obsession. Whilst I I think you, blind obsession for me is going to become the new bit of rivals. Mm-hmm. Not that it, not that it is as anywhere good. near as good. No, but actually, it can be as good. But there are downsides to the card, and I, and that's the thing I like about it, is it feels like a much more balanced card. And I think there are there are two scenarios you need to make blind obsession work. First of all, if you're if you are in a in a in a, in a battlefield setup where um, people are clumped together, you need priority. Yes. You 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 need priority to play this card to make it work because you want to make sure you can take out the character um that 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 you're going after. So that's the number one type of condition I think you play it in. The the other way is if you are isolated, so you played a little bit wider, let's say for example, mm-hmm. and you're isolated on either a back or a side objective with no other characters around, and you've got your, you know, your brawler type character against their brawler type character which is ten, tends to be how it works that's also a really nice time to play it and priority doesn't matter as much if if that's the scenario because you actually can wait to activate that character because if there's nobody else around him that can can make an attack on them it actually deters your opponent from 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 making an attack because you're going to get all of those additional benefits yes. by being attacked by the one that's obsessed so um I, I really like it, and again, I think it works well in a in in the list that we're talking about because you know we're either going to be quite you know not not we're going to be not very wide, so priority is going to be a really nice thing for us. So there's one more that I want to bring up. That's a newer card that I I think should be getting a lot more love than it does, and it's a little card called Warpath. Yep. That's the one that allows you to uh, you pay a power and you get to advance short. I believe is that the yeah, one? Yeah, it's it's aggressive on a stick. Yeah, yeah, for one power. 
And on someone like Magneto, aggressive is really scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. I think there are other characters in in the roster as well that can oh, yeah. can benefit from that. You Ghost know, a Venom, Rider for example. Ghost Rider on his big base. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ghost Rider on his big base. Um, Venom yep. is another one. Um, you know, you can use Venom it. hits. Yeah, he hits attacks out of range three. All of a sudden, spend a power and he gets to uh, gets to move towards and mm-hmm. he's probably in range then for so many stacks. Yep. Um, so yeah, I I like that. Um, I I I do like that a lot. I think it brings some, you know, because the, the 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 movement <clears throat> is a real key piece. Uh, and even if what if, even if all you're doing is um, negating Magneto being pushed away, for example, um, let's say you don't have enough power to to spend for uh, force projection. Um, this is a really nice way of you know if you are pushed back. Just being able to get back into the thick of it. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think there's a there's this huge utility and a, and a huge amount of value from that card as well. So yeah, I I like it. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that brings us to ten. That and, does bring us to and ten. And a completed yeah. roster. So our <laughs> completed roster is Magneto, Blade, Doctor Voodoo, Wong, Iron Fist, Black Cat, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, Clear, Venom. For tactics cards, we have Bats, the Ghost Hound, Siege of Darkness. Magnetic reflection, reflection, heroes for hire, lethal protector, deal with the devil. All you've got, patch up, bitter rivals, and warpath. For secures, we have demons downtown has our comeuppance come due. Gamma wave sweeps across the Midwest. Intrusions open across cities as seals collapse. Uh, for extracts, we have fear grips world as worthy terrorized cities. Alien ship crashes in downtown, and Montesi formula found. Seems like a very fun list. It does seem like a very fun list. And I think that's the key thing for me, Lecture, is mm-hmm. um, making lists that, well, you're doing something different. And that was one of the things I was really excited about coming on this show for was mm-hmm. because it takes me out of my comfort zone, which I'm sometimes a little bit reluctant to do with this game because, mm-hmm. you know, muscle memory is cool. And I know that if I'm playing a Brotherhood list or my Guardians list, um, you know, I can... I can play that with my eyes shut almost. So mm-hmm. it's been a really, really nice experience having to think outside of the box, especially with such a, you know, with, with, with a six threat character like Magneto, where, oh, yeah. you know, he's a lot harder to fit into unaffiliated rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we've, I think we've made something that's both fun to play, but actually would, would do very, very well against a lot of other rosters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, And, a fun side thing that I've been hiding in my back pocket for this episode um, is that I have been having difficulties determining what list to bring to face you. Oh, no. <laughs> so say hello to the list that you are going to be facing. So all you've got, we said that was banned, didn't we? We're not, we're not including that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, the worst, the worst thing is, is that even if I did build a list or a roster to counter this one, um, I have no idea what I'm playing before each game um, because I'm spinning a wheel. So this is going to be really interesting. Well, at least I'll have the heads up, Lexa, and we'll, 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 we'll at least um, 
potentially know some of your uh, tricks that you're going to try and pull on me to uh, to catch me off guard. Mm-hmm. But no, I like that idea. That's really cool. I, I saw the opportunity and I really was having a trouble figuring out what to play. Um, more of a glut of too many ideas than not enough. Because, yeah. God, there's too much to do in this game. There is, yeah, there is a lot. Uh, after building eighteen rosters back to back the other night, I can, I can testify that it, uh, yeah, it takes a lot, takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. And there is, um, and I'm just like I, I considered bringing the uh, a variation of the list that I first showed up on your channel with, which was Death and Taxes. Yes, of course you did. Yeah, way back when when we did the the three box challenge, challenge, which yes. was yeah the first time we spoke. I I considered doing the the non three box version of Death and Taxes, um, and then I looked at the hour and a half mark and went, <laughs> yeah, let's play something killing. <laughs> let let's. And then I also thought about um, condition dot list, which is another very oh, okay. fun. Uh, yeah, it is currently leaderless A force condition dot list. What What are your thoughts on Guardians now? Kind of being the helm of that because obviously Star Lord is very good at dishing them out, uh, and it's Star Lord definitely makes a condition list, but there's not enough other Guardians who do enough condition stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, fair point. The reason it's leaderless Air Force, Air Force is your core is Scarlet Witch, uh, Crystal, and uh, Agent Widow. Ah, uh, okay. Nice. And it's, and then you get Hawkeye and Star Lord as your splash characters. Yeah, no, I like that. It's good. Yeah, and you just. And so it's you have Hawkeye for when you need a three pointer, and then Star Lord with the power gem when you need a four pointer, and then you have some other options as you go up the ladder. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds yeah. pretty cool, and that's one of the reasons why I love I love tuning into Elex because it does it it, and again it I I, I don't often go out of my comfort zone, um, and, and trust me, doing a, a twenty seven hour long stream is definitely out of my comfort zone. I'm a man that likes his good six, seven hours sleep every 24 hours. So this is going to be a, a challenge. But mm-hmm. um, what I found is that listening to your podcast is it's it's actually made me reevaluate characters that I've already been using, but maybe just using them in a, in a slightly different way as well. So um, yeah. And again, thank you for, thank you for having me on. It's been, it's been really, really good. Oh, it's been a blast. I've had a lot of fun with this. Um, yeah. So where can people find this mythical, mythical charity live stream? <laughs> well, um, it's going to be all on my YouTube channel. So if you look for Richmond Gaming, go back and look at any of the uh, any of the Facebook groups. There's a Richmond Facebook group on there as well. The event is up on Facebook with all the details on, but um, 7.45 UK time on the 28th of uh, October, which I believe will be today, uh, when when you're listening to yep. this, so uh, later on this evening for you guys, uh, I'll be starting, and it'll be going all the way through until 11 p.m. UK time the following day. So it's sort of 27 and a and a quarter hours long, mm-hmm. um, and there is a and, and just by turning up and watching some of the games, um, you'll be supporting 
the the charity because all of the monetization from the channel during the month of October is being donated directly. However, if you do want to be with a chance to win some of those prizes that we've got, um, there are there is a Just Giving page where uh, anything from five pounds upwards will get you entries into the prize draw. Um, I'll ship anywhere globally, so it doesn't matter where you are in the world. I'll I'll get that shipped out to you. And as I mentioned at the beginning, we've got some fantastic prizes from some absolutely brilliant sponsors. And one of those prizes will be a chance to be on an episode of Morlocks in 2022. Fantastic prize, yes. Yeah. A prize that money cannot buy. You can buy all of the other prizes that I've got, but that is a prize that money cannot buy. Mm-hmm. That's unless you, you don't take bribes, do you, Alexa? Uh, <laughs> I jest. It's, it's called <laughs> patreon.com slash Alexa White. <laughs> They're not bribes. That's that's supporting a great, great content creator. Mm-hmm. It gives you access to the Morlocks Discord server, um, where you can see us chatting about um, new tables that some of our uh, that Marcus has been making. He just put out put up just today pictures of a absolutely gorgeous new table that he made um, that I am very jealous of. Um. Yeah, I saw that earlier today. It, it looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah, I am. He does great work. Um, yeah. I also put up some of my custom Marvel Crisis Protocol characters up on here. Um, we also have some Arkham Horror chat in here. We have some TV talk in here. Um, and you get uh, full updates on all of the stuff I do as it's happening. So if a new review comes out, I put a post about it. If I am on a live stream, I do a post about it. Um, so if you just want to keep up to date on all the stuff that is going on at uh, with myself, that is the place to be. Um, as well on the Patreon for $5, you get to uh, a bonus episode each month. Um one at the start of the month of what I've been watching, just a solo episode where I talk about the stuff I've been watching, and then a middle-of-the-month episode with a guest. I still need to figure out this upcoming month's guest, but uh, last but for October, I had Abby, um, AJP2, on to talk about the Nancy Drew TV show that, we, that I got her hooked on. So yeah, and then... Um, if you want to find me on Discord, I am Lexa White on all the MCP Discords, Egypt on all the non-MCP Discords. Um, and if you want to see my written reviews, check them out at ggypt.tumblr.com. That's ggypt.tumblr.com. And then um, if you want to see me playing other games every other Monday on twitch.tv underscore the... Uh, sorry, twitch.tv... Uh, dot com slash blah, 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 I'm messing this up twitch.tv slash the underscore fuzzy um, I play board games with my friends every other week this week we played unfathomable and I had a real fun time it's it was jumping complexity for them uh, but I was too excited about the game and wanted to play it immediately and then that, that is a game I'm looking forward to oh, playing it is it is so much fun and so much cheaper than going out and buying old BSG. <laughs> I bought Fantastic. the core box of BSG. Guess how much I paid for it? Oh, it has to be a ridiculous amount. $250. Oh, yeah. 
That's that's harsh. Yeah. Um, and then um, every Saturday and Sunday mornings, I am at twitch.tv slash Games doing custom Arkham Horror the Card Game content. Um, and that has been super fun. We've been testing out a lot of custom characters and custom player cards, which has been a lovely, lovely time. So yeah, that is all of my myriad of things. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on, and I cannot wait to face you with this list. Yeah, Alexa, once again, thank thank you so much for, for having me. It's been an absolute blast. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed when you were on, on my channel and we went through the deaths and taxes, so I'm really, really happy we've been able to do it, but in, in role reverse now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really, 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 really enjoyed it. And, yeah, very much looking forward to... Or I, I was looking forward to playing you after we've put such a good list together. Um, I may be fearing it a little bit more now. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to it and, and, and can't wait. And I think if uh, if I do roll Brotherhood uh, against you, I, I probably will take another spin of that wheel so we don't have a mirror matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just remember, you built the noose that you're going to hang yourself with. <laughs> it does feel a little bit like that. Yes, it really does. <laughs> Fantastic. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>